Hello and welcome to another episode of the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got issue 25 of Spider-Man 2099, volume 3. Now I'm going to break completely with the tradition of this podcast, because this will be a spoiler-filled episode. So if you haven't read issue number 25 of Spider-Man 2099, turn the podcast off, go read it, and then come back. Welcome back. So this is going to be a spoiler-filled podcast because this is the last issue of this series. I've talked about this series before on this podcast. Go back in the archives and uh, listen to that older episode where I have my take on the new series. Quick backstory. I was reading Spider-Man 2099 back in the 90s when it debuted in 1993, and I really enjoyed it, but I never finished the series I think I moved on to other comics, and I never quite finished it, so I lost track of the character for a long time. The character was on and off throughout the decades, and then made a comeback on the Superior Spider-Man series a few years ago. Then he got his own series, which was rebooted, just like everything else, after uh, Marvel's last Secret Wars. This is volume three of his own self-titled series. The creative team has been has been David, Slinney, and Rosenberg from the beginning, basically. Well, at least David and Slinney. Uh, I think Rosenberg has worked on it since the beginning, too. So it's really cool that this creative team nonstop has been with this character over the last few years. So even though it's issue number 25, if we continued the numbering from volume 2, it'd be 30-something. In all honesty, it I sort of felt that the whole series... It had a lot of cool parts, a lot of cool set pieces, a lot of drama, but I felt the series was really spinning its wheels a lot. I felt it had a direction in Volume 2, then Secret Wars blew everything up, and when it returned, I just felt that it didn't really progress. There were the big plots of what was the big cataclysm that destroyed Miguel O'Hara's future time, and something about the fist, and Tempest, his girlfriend, is in a coma, and there's like a terrorist attack, which I guess is tied to the fist, but it didn't really feel like it. I don't know. I kept up with the book, religiously, and in the end, they were starting to tie up the the loose ends, I guess, but felt a little bit rushed. If you just judge this book by its cover, it's an A+. Because Francesco Mattina's covers are utterly amazing. Mattina is everywhere nowadays with many variant covers, but he's been the dedicated artist for this series since day one, and his art is just tremendous. It's amazing. It's many more adjectives that I could think of. Alex Ross stands as a name of great fame in the world of realistic comic art, but I say Matina can hold his own easily. A recent issue had a great cover with both the classic and modern Spider-Man 2099 costumes. The classic one, of course, is the black and red with that amazing skull spider on his chest. And the modern 
a more high-tech looking white focused design so it was pretty intriguing who are these two spider-man's 2099's it's been revealed it's Miguel O'Hara's son fathered with Tempest herself all the pieces are coming together how Tyler Stone is involved that's Miguel's father estranged father and kind of a jerk how the cataclysm of 2019 would wreck the future of 2099 it was averted and it had to be done by the death of Miguel himself there's some back and forth time travel with Iron Man 2099 Sunny Frisco Roberta who is Captain America of 2099 is returned to her time there's one more epic battle with Man Mountain Marco, which almost looked like it was going to be resolved peacefully. Miguel was going to give him a million bucks just to get out of the way until his mind is wiped and a beatdown ensues. Spider-Man 2099 always had an edge compared to the Peter Parker Spider-Man. There's a part where Miguel is basically going to drown Man Mountain Marco into the point of unconsciousness to stop him. He's relying on Lila, his holographic helper, to monitor his heartbeat till the last moment. But he's not completely inhuman, Miguel thinks. My god, I'm going to drown him. I don't dare let go. I'm banking on Lila to tell me when to release him. But if I'm wrong, if she's off by even a fraction, I'll be murdering him. But Lila, with her advanced artificial intelligence, knows the exact moment for Miguel to stop. He does. And Marco is alive. He's too late to stop Tempest's transformation into a mutated creature by the hands of his father. And furthermore, she's temporarily mind-wiped to stab Miguel right in the chest, killing him, altering the future, and Nueva York is safe. So the way Spider-Man 2099 had to save his future was for him to die in the past. That would have been the bravest way to end the series, which is a sequence of six horizontal staccato panels fading out as the last thing that Miguel sees is Tempest's mutated face. But instead there was a much happier ending provided, where soon those panels fade back into view and who's there dr strange of 2099 she's used her arcane powers as well as miguel's own son and his time travel abilities to save his life and bring him back to 2099 actually the stroke of midnight december 31st 2099 the last page features a triumphant miguel o'hara as he returns to his proper timeline. The first day of a new century. He is Spider-Man 2100 AD. And his final narration. So okay, my world is back. And all I had to do was sacrifice the woman I love and my son. Yeah, that's gonna last. So a sort of open-ended ending to Spider-Man 2099, Volume 3. The book ends with some thoughts by the parties involved. Peter David, Will Slinney, Rachel Rosenberg, 
Corey Petit, and Devin Lewis. And that's that, true believers. Thanks for coming along for the ride. We're hoping you enjoyed it as much as we did. See you in the future. So 25 years ago, I first read Spider-Man 2099. And now on issue 25 of volume 3, Miguel O'Hara completes his journey. And that's what I read this week. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. See you next time.